Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, Christy, and welcome to our second episode of A Little Wiser. Hi, Kimmy. I actually want to back that up and say aloha, Christy. (laughs) (laughs) Mahalo, Kimmy. Uh, You're in Hawaii. It's the end of summer and you took your middle daughter on a mommy-daughter trip to Hawaii, which I love. So thank you for making the time from your hotel room to talk to me and everyone listening. Today, we are going to talk about forgiveness and the inspiration behind our conversation is the interview that I did with Scarlett Lewis which aired last week. I presume most people listening to this listen to the interview, but Scarlett Lewis is the mom of Jesse Lewis, her six-year-old son, Jesse, who was a victim of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. And she has started, I want to say a nonprofit. It's bigger than a nonprofit. It is a movement. Yeah. The Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement. And her interview took my breath away in many ways. I think one of the things that was really surprising for me is that I went into that conversation, obviously with such a heavy heart and so much weight, right? We're going Mm -hmm. to talk about losing her son. We're going to talk about school shooting. I mean, none of that is easy to talk about, to navigate, to think about, all of it. And I would have never in a million years guessed that I would have walked away or gotten up from that interview, recording that interview and felt optimistic, felt hopeful. Mm -hmm. And her energy just shifted everything for me. But I know you listened before it aired. How did you experience the conversation or did you have any, you know, moments in that interview that stood out to you? So many. Yes. First, I have to say she is really an incredible force. And the thing that stuck out to me is I think what you're describing, but how I would put it into words is this generosity of spirit. It was just this incredible energy and compassion that she brought both in speaking about her son, Jesse, and also about the shooter and his mother. Yeah. She chose very early on how It's funny to say she chose early on because as I think about it, I think she has to choose over and over and over again on a daily basis Mm because she says like, this is not easy. Forgiveness is not easy. Agreed. So what exactly the things, the word that you have said a couple of times and what really struck out, stuck out to me is this word choice. And as I was diving into the research on forgiveness that's what really stuck out for me, that forgiveness is a choice. So we choose to forgive and then it's an ongoing emotional process. So that really stuck out to me as well. And this is the perfect segue, which is why I'm so excited about these episodes that now we can dig into the modern science of what we know to be true based on research. Mm -hmm. And that is why I love you. (laughs) I am just pontificating and reflecting and you have substantial information to share. 
that if people take action can create meaningful change in either a small way or a big way. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm really excited to be doing this with you. So what does the science tell us about forgiveness? So what's interesting, I'm going to start with, is that we sort of know intuitively what is the essence of forgiveness, but how to define it, that's more difficult. So I would say the first place I noticed is that most people are find it important to talk about first what forgiveness is not. For example, forgiveness is not saying it's okay or condoning behavior or saying that somebody's behavior is acceptable or we should be overlooked. And it's certainly not about forgetting. So the whole adage for, to forgive and forget does not apply. Forgiveness, again, we're going to go back to that choice piece. Forgiveness is a choice and no one can or really should be forced to forgive. When we were talking about this, you put two buckets, which is forgiving other people and forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. So kind of high level, what do we know to be true about those two things? The essence of forgiveness is this process where we let go of our right, of our feelings of resentment or negative feelings. And that could be towards another person or it could be towards ourselves. And then to even then cultivate these qualities of compassion or empathy, again, towards that other person or towards ourselves. So basically, I want to say, which is it's the thing that surprises me the most about forgiveness is that we value it, we talk about it. But my big high-level takeaway is that it's hard. It's really hard to forgive and people struggle to forgive. Are you good at forgiveness? Well, you know, I think, yes, I am. I would say it's easier for me to forgive others than it is to forgive myself. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I am the last person that I am going to forgive at all terms. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fascinating in itself. The other piece that I thought was interesting that I learned is that There are certain personality traits that make people more likely, it's easier for them to forgive those that have humility as a strength. How about you? Do you think you're, do you find it easy to forgive? Yeah, I I mean, I think I am. I think I'm, I'd like to believe I'm, you know, a kind, compassionate person and that works in my favor. But are there certain things where I still have resentment or pain or anger, that residual stuff that you can't seem to shake? Absolutely. So I feel like kind of the micro things, like what happens, I don't know, in the house or, you know, day-to-day relationships, I would be quick to forgive. But some of the stuff that was more deeply rooted and hurtful are much harder for me. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm saying it out loud, that's actually the stuff that would be the most helpful. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Holding a grudge is hard work. I don't want to say grudge. Grudge makes it seem petty and it's not, but it actually takes quite a lot of work to hold on to unforgiving feelings. And that's sort of the irony here. So for people listening, what are some, I'd love for it to be with ease, some easy things they can do to just incorporate, even if it is just, you know, a small drop of forgiveness you know, into their lives today or this week? Well, I think going back, one of my first thought was, but forgiveness is hard. So an easy step is actually just to start thinking about it, thinking whether you're holding on to a hurt or offense or something that is impacting your well-being. Um, I think just noting that is an easy first step. And then if you want to take that further, There's a great acronym by a expert called REACH. Everett Worthington is the researcher who developed this. And the R stands for recall the hurt, 
And he suggests that you recall it in a neutral way. That can sometimes be more challenging. The E is is looking at empathy. So empathize with the person who has hurt you, or you could offer some of that compassion. And one way I think to access this too is to think about that we all, it's sort of that common humanity. We have all hurt others at some point and have been forgiven. So sometimes, oh, you know, Scarlett Lewis, she made such a great point when she talked about in your interview, Kimmy, actually of when she talked about how she really had compassion for and empathized with Adam and his mother. So that's the E. The A is altruistic gift. So looking at forgiveness as a gift that you're offering, you don't want to feel pressured. Again, you can't be forced to forgive. So this is a decision you are making. You're offering this forgiveness as a gift. The C is commit. And that is this decision. You are committing to the decision to forgive. And for some people, he suggests you could write it down. Today, I made the decision to forgive fill in the blank. And that's the commitment, that choice you're making. And then the last H is to hold on to forgiveness. So it's, again, maybe that decision to forgive, you're committing to forgive. That sometimes for many people, they feel like a light switch. It goes on or off, like I committed to forgive. But the H, that holding on to forgiveness, that's that process of continuing that cycle of forgiveness, that you have made the decision to forgive and that you continue to hold on to that. So those are the five steps. I love those. And thank you for spelling it out, literally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And then explaining what each letter meant. (laughs) No, but that makes that that process. I love an acronym. I love an acronym. And one thing I am learning is that uh, scientists, researchers, psychologists, they love themselves some acronyms as well. So there'll be no shortage of acronyms in our work, in our conversations. OMG, I do too. (laughs) LOL, Kimmy. (laughs) So you've told us the process. I want to end by you sharing the benefits. So why? Why do that work? Why go through, whether it's a you know a hard thing, a small thing, a, a big forgiveness, why is it worth it? Well, research shows that it leads to better mental and physical health. It takes a lot of work to hold on to unforgiving feelings. And when we do forgive, we may feel less sad, less anxious, more purpose. That really struck me again with Scarlett Lewis. When we offer forgiveness, we often can find more purpose in our life. And another thing that I thought was fascinating is there's one type of stress that's really hard on our bodies. And this stress comes from holding unforgiving attitudes towards others. It really does take a toll on our bodies, increases our levels of cortisol. It takes a toll on our minds. We keep thinking about it. So it's, there's this great quote that vengeance is a lazy form of grief. Um, I heard Jack Cornfield say that once. And then actually I Googled it and it turned out to be a line um, by Nicole Kidman in a movie. <laughs> Jack Cornfield, Nicole. But it seems sounded better coming from Jack Cornfield. So why do we? Because holding unforgiving feelings takes a very real physical and mental toll on our bodies and moving towards forgiveness allows us to feel that lightness, a little less sad, less anxious. And again, that piece of purpose felt it really resonated with me. And, you know, when you say that, how much space it occupies, because... Mm -hmm. Scarlett Lewis, to create space for everything she does on a daily basis in Jesse's legacy, if she was consumed by anger and rage, she wouldn't have the headspace, the time, the heart, the creativity to pour her work and, you know, into what she's creating, which is, you know, a program that's reaching 
2 million people around the world and this is going to create change. So I, I get the fact that anger, resentment, it occupies a lot of you. And when you free that up, think about what you can do with that headspace and that, you know, letting mm. that go. Yes. Remember she talked about her power, that it turns, she had that great about taking back your power and that energy that you can now use that towards things that are more life-giving for yourself and for others. Certainly she's a picture of being in service to others. Well, I love Scarlett Lewis. I love you. I do too. Yeah, she's she's amazing. We'll have her back on at some point. So is that little boy. Yes, Jesse is the source of her everything and all of the good she is creating in the world. So two incredible people and um, certainly no surprise that he was who he was because clearly his, his mother is exceptional and modeled that. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. Well, Christy, thank you for making the time, especially when you're on vacation, spending quality time with your daughter, Fia. Mm-hmm. And I want to remind people that when I'm asking you about the science and how they can apply it in their own life. It's not just because I think you're really smart. And I want to remind everybody in these episodes that everything coming from you, this is your passion, this is your work. You have a master's in positive psychology and you have such a deep commitment to bringing this work into people's lives and doing it with great intention to create positive change. So it's a gift to me and a gift to our listeners to have you as a part of these follow-up conversations. Scarlett Lewis is a model and beacon of what it means to forgive and for you to be able to break it down and give us these takeaways is awesome. And I, I commit to thinking about some areas where I can forgive in my own life today. Mm, thank you, Kimmy. Me too. All right. Well, we will have links in the show notes to some of the acronyms we talked about today, (laughs) starting with REACH. So you can check out more. And I also hope that you will check out allthehappier.com, which is the course that Christy and I are co-creating based on the inspiration of All the Wiser with science-backed action that you can apply all of these incredible lessons into your own lives. So everything is in the show notes and we will be back the week after next. Awesome. Love you. Go enjoy the day. Aloha. Mahalo. It means hello and goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Save goodbye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.